Hey, oh, it's Amy Fugazi of Brilliant Observations Podcast. Thanks for listening in. Just a quick word about the episode you're about to hear. As it turns out, unbeknownst to me, my microphone suffered a tragic accident while recording. So the audio quality on my mic only is not our usual standard. If this is your first episode listening, just know that it doesn't always sound like this. And if this is your always episode listening, then hey, uh, I guess thanks for sticking in there because although the content is great, the quality, she no bueno. All right, suffer through it. You'll laugh anyway. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. How many pairs of jeans do you own? The five people and the pit dating game. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. If you thought for a second I stroked out so saying brilliant observations, you wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> All I was grabbing my breast and sticking my tongue out and being silly and trying to make up come off her game. But you know, she's such a pro. She won't come off her intro game. Melissa. Hello. That, that is I. I want you to know that when your <laughs> boobs are as big as yours, you're they're called breastesses. They're, oh. they're, <laughs> it's not breasts it's not they're one very large they're very breasts. large and i amy am engaging in a weight loss uh, what's what's the word that we should say odyssey because that takes several generations i guess i like yeah. odyssey what's the longest longest marathon ultra mar- ultra odyssey what's curious to me is what will become of my breastesses well wait 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 first of all hello Hello, my love. Why is this not on our board to discuss? What odyssey are you entering? What? Oh, I, I don't want to be this weight. <laughs> is that not clear to you from the visual? Did I have to put it on the board? No. By the way, speaking of visual, Amy joins me this morning on our, I don't know, fucking program that we use here to see each other while we talk to you. On Still wearing hey-ho video, and it's not Zoom. Hey ho, um, on still wearing those awesome glasses. And I will tell you the feedback that you got oh. online from Brillab Squad and all those around is wildly positive. Everybody it was super really welcome them. And, and I'm grateful for it, even though I sort of knew I don't want to open the floodgates of tell me what you think, because I already know what I think. But I, you know, I got to say the honest, harsh feedback was acceptable it was okay and the outpouring of gg wow wow gorge gorge good, good, all the social media style thumbs up scissors yeah that was nice that was a nice little dopamine hit and i i wish that i had zero response to social media dopamine hits but i do i'm a human and when people say nice things i enjoy it and when people say things that aren't nice i think i sit and think about that and how does that make me feel you know what I mean? It's it's the kind of thing where I really wish that I could look at comments on other people's posts that are about topics that are really, really, really deep, profoundly in the heart for me and not get all riled up. And I do get all riled up. I don't go out and continue that conversation on social media. I don't I don't dive in all the way and spend days on it. But I, I mean, even just reading some of that stuff, I can feel my body starting to react. And then I think, what am I fucking doing this for? Why? So I've, I've 
it's not really a good practice for this show, but I definitely take a wild step back. And that is an interesting segue that's not on the board. And I just want to jump in very quickly and tell you. Do it. I had no idea that we will get some good, 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 good feedback directly to me on social media from our fun, fun, I was going to say favorite, and I held off because you're all our favorites, but truthfully, our first in mouth favorite, Cameron, sent a video feedback. Did you see it? I forwarded it to you. This just went to me, which is the black hole of social media. So A while ago, yeah? The video of... of you're going to say what? You, was it workaholics? Was that Yes. One? Oh, you got it too? Did you was get it that? the perennial yes. sunshining? Yeah, that that was a while ago, and I think I talked about it. I just got a video today that said, "No, he was the guy on Workaholics was sucking his own dick." Oh, right. So, and there's a video of the guy sucking his own dick. It's a TV show, so it's not really happening. But you get the, you know, they said that you, you can you can fill in the details. But Cameron said, oh my gosh, you guys, check it, check it. I was listening to the show and then I turn on the thing and guess what on the TV? Here is the ribless dick sucker, self-auto-erotic what's-a-what. And he walked into the other room, camera blazing and said, look, here's the TV, here's me talking. And that's the kind of feedback that we like. Someone with a whole house camera engagement. Very, very exciting. Very exciting. See his home as well. I didn't actually, now that I say that, I didn't look at anything else other than what I was being shown, which is the television. So I probably should go back and work. I'm not, see this whole social thing. I gotta get, I gotta get on board and understand it. I'm having some social media metacognition struggles, but I digress. How are you, Melissa? I am well. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm better than that well. crazy soup full of shit. We started before we started recording. We started talking about parenting and judging other parents, and it got really heated. And Amy did what to me what she always does, and she put her fingers in her ears and started humming and said, "Don't you fucking talk to me." And I said, "But, but, but," and she said, "Shut your fucking mouth. I don't want to hear it unless we're recording." I'm the only one that has a butt here. That's right. Get going. And I thought. Wow, uh, <laughs> that's very harsh and accepted. That's challenge accepted. That's fine. Before before we light it up with how how parents parent poorly and we're the best. <laughs> but see, that was what we were talking about. Right. And I say I won't play that game because I will lose it every time. And I I don't play that game anyway, just because I, I some sensor button in me is permanently tripped. And I can't. I go, eh! anytime that I'm trying to do that, it just feels really awful Are you in saying- my heart and soul. Even if I fucking agree with what's being said, okay. even if it is completely true, I just, there's something in there that's like, stop, stop. So I have a stop But button. you are saying that you see oh, other yeah. parental flaws and you think, I know what I would do in that case. I know how I would handle this. I wish that were my case because I have a heavier load and I don't mean to talk about your load, but you're Hey-ho. a woman, so it's okay. Ooh, what I think I do less than that, because I don't really see too many egregious, because most of the people that we hang around with, the kids are older. I mean, when the kids are younger, it's easier to spot the problem, right? I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like right, let's it play that hide. game. Yeah. So it's like when that happens, you're like, Oop, I see it. And then, but see, I don't like to go and I win, I win, I win. Let me tell you what the answer is. Like, that's the part. I just go, I see it. And then I move on to the next one, like in my brain. Never. And I don't even like, but I don't like having conversations with it about 
foibles and and massive parenting breaches with others. I just I, uh, talking say, about other people is really rough on me. You say you see it. You don't follow it up <laughs> inside your head with. I wonder if they see it or why don't they see it or look what they created. They made a monster like you don't you don't follow it up with the next logical thought of what are you going to do about it? Why are you showcasing it on social media? What the fuck? Sometimes I do because I'm unable to tamp those thoughts way down, down, down deeper into the blackest part of my soul. But that's such an automatic reflex to tamp it down, tamp it down. Don't think it, don't say it, move on, move on. So, but I mean, honestly, when you see a picture of some kid that the parent has posted and you think, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean, right. And by that, I mean, I got us. I think I even mentioned it on pod before, you know, and it feels really ugly to say it. And I guess I'm going to go there. I'm, I'm overriding my sensor button. See, my stomach's going. I love that. I love that. Override. Okay, so it's, override. so it's a guy that I, on the rarest of occasions, would overlap with. We didn't directly work together like coworkers, but occasionally we would be on the same projects together. And he posted a picture of like a daddy-daughter dance. And the girl, I swear to you, it was such a bad picture. It made me think, is this one of those I found a horrible picture on the internet and I'm making a joke photos? She looked like she was in a full body back brace. She had a she had a look on her face like she wasn't really cognizant of what was happening. And he was standing there smiling, looking like kind of like a douche and a perv all at once. Like it was almost as if they were doing a gag photo. How dumb can we look? And sure enough, it wasn't that. It wow. was just this is a normal girl in a super unfortunate dress. Standing next to daddy with like a weird, that's not pride, look on your face. Like, I I knew him. I knew him and thought, you've taken a reasonable photo before. How can you, or or someone else will have a child, and I'm usually that parent, whose hair is just, what in the world, ridiculous. Like, I'm talking about so crazy like I'm making arm gestures like a halo, like Saturn's rings would be yeah, the inner, the inner side of a halo of, oh, a, seen of an Afro on a white kid. No, 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 no. I've no, seen no. that photo. But the other, my, <clears throat> my concern with this is choices like crazy Afro or comb over or black eye or weird dress. Those are choices that you make that later you'll look at and you'll laugh about. Right now, you're discussing ones that aren't even signs of the times. We could look back at our hair in previous years and be like, wow, boy, what were we thinking? We were thinking the higher the hair, the better. We were thinking what everybody else was thinking. But the ones I'm talking about are not the crazy fro, although I do get a holiday card like that on the regular and I fucking love it. I do get the Christmas letter talking about every child and how they learn to wipe every year their accomplishments. <laughs> and I fucking love those letters too. Oh, I Bart. Yeah. I love those. I'm talking about more so the monsters that parents create and yes. then and then take pictures of or videos of and put on Facebook and say Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, what can I do? Uh, I have some suggestions. Is that rhetorical or your kid's a fucking monster? The next 16 <laughs> years of your life are going to be hell. And, and I, I, I mean, I have suggestions, but for you to not hear it from a friend, seek, seek help. 
Don't showcase it on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't put it out there for the world to see because now all we do is feel sorry for you and yeah. judge you as a parent. And believe you me, I am the third to last person who should ever judge anyone else as a parent. Because, huh? I'm, because I, I don't do math. What does that mean? Third to last. Am I I'm, in front of you in line? I'm Is guessing there are people behind me or, or ahead of me. Yeah, there are people who are I'm worse ahead than of I am. You. I, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I'm number one. I'm, I'm not saying the, I'm the worst. I'm number one. <laughs> yeah, I win. Woo. Mostly because I don't learn from my yes. own lessons, right. uh, which, I will shout, yes, <laughs> which I will shout. Yes, which I will shout. What did they say? In dog training and parenting, consistency is key. And the one thing I can't be. And I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> is consistent. Well, if you're not consistent with your dog, they're not going to be trained. And like, well, that explains everything, doesn't it? If you're not consistent with your kids, how many times do you think my son asks me for something specific? Mom, can we, mom, can we, mom, can I, mom, can we? I've already said no to this, right? I've said no, but he knows consistency, not my forte. So I know if I drill in hard enough and it's, and she has time to think about it, realize it's not that important because my first answer is always no, that I'll probably turn it around. But the only person who suffers from my inconsistency there is me. (laughs) <laughs> because then I get hounded and hounded and hounded again. So I am really the victim of this. <laughs> same with the dogs. Uh, mostly same with the dogs. I am the victim of my own creation. Well, as a parent with other issues, you're creating a monster for the world. You are then releasing this child who is, I just have a picture of a comedian holding his balls, running around the stage, just like all id, like I want, I need, I touch. Like I just have this, I don't remember which comedian it was, but he was hilarious. He's just like, please me all the time. Well, if your parents never say no and you are in probably like a sugar coma, uh, 90% of your life, I, I can't imagine you're going to be a successful human being once you step outside of, of those four walls of your home. I, I can't see it. So seek help instead of posting it or or somebody who doesn't like you that much should really comment that you need to get help for your kid because this isn't a healthy environment. And then you can podcast about it and be judged. That would be great. Yeah. Or you could write to the Brilliant Observations podcast for advice. We are brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can drop us a line on Facebook. Brilliant Observations or under Brillob Squad, or you can go to any of the other socials where we're Listen Brilliant. You want me to spell that for you? Because I don't think you know how to find no, they, it. No, they can't spell. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something real quick as an interjection, and I'll explain. Interjection. At the Check end excitement. of the show. We're emotions. So for the majority of you listeners, this won't make any sense because you won't listen to the end of the show. All right, so here we go. Uh, I'm just going to say the number, point... Well, it's 30 and a half, so that means 31. So 31 cents. Okay, now over to you and our board. Gosh, I wonder, I'm going to listen till the end because I want to know what 31 cents means. Well, now I know what it is, so. So I won't say anything. All right, how did I start? Dear friends, how many pairs of jeans do you own? Oh, fuck, I was supposed to go count. I was thinking about this a lot when I saw you post it, and I wanted to come prepared, and I debated Should I count them or should I try to recall it from memory? Should I think about it? And then after I had those three sentences roll through my head, I never thought about it again and did nothing else. So here we are. (laughs) And because part of it is it's a real sensitive topic for me. It makes me feel kind of 
Vulnerable. How do you feel about how many pairs of jeans do you own? Skin flint. Let's start uh, with answering. How many pairs of jeans do you own? Well, I asked you and you still haven't answered. Give me okay, an estimate. Because, well, what I don't know what the purpose is. Why I'm is like, this triggering you, me, you? You made me make that, take that quiz the other day and I couldn't, when you asked what color <laughs> defines you, I still don't, I was, I just made it up. Red, it give me characteristics of no, red. Blue, Yellow, blue. blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, jeans is a similar one. So I don't I understand be, how. I'm already fucking vulnerable on this fucking show and all these fucking people know all my fucking things and fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, so I have... Three pairs of jeans that I wear and rotate regularly. And then I have a whole bunches of bunches hanging up in the closet that I could go count, but I don't wear them because they no longer fit over my sugar-addled arse. So, I would guess, um, visualizing my closet in my mind, uh, four extra. So, uh, including all the ones that I'm forgetting, ten total. Rookie. Okay. Rookie? Yeah. So Why? if we're, ca- if we're counting two. No, that's that's actually the per I think that might be the perfect number. How many pairs of jeans would you say is too many pairs of jeans? More than ten. Uh, more more than seven. More than more than yeah, maybe you got All right. uses. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm gonna allow fifteen. I'm gonna allow a sum total of fifteen because that covers seasonality, quirkiness. Varying expense, utility, and other categories that I haven't given any thought to. 15, go. Yeah, I have more than that. What? Why? Uh, How many do you have? So there's, I want, so I posted this on Facebook to ask. (laughs) I posted to ask. that much preamble. (laughs) Buckle in, kids. Okay. So I got got a lot of jeans. Um, Can we all agree that a good pair of jeans is hard to find? No, and you don't wear jeans a lot. I used to. It used to be my uniform was jeans and a t-shirt. But that see, was that's, that's, a where, that's a where and why. Because that's the thing. People who look like me wear jeans until the jeans are no longer fit for human use. And then those jeans get thrown away. People like you think jeans are like shoes. And once you buy them, you always have them. They're like teeth. Once they arrive, they don't ever leave. <laughs> They're just part of your life now. They're like teeth. And you got to make more room in your life for the extra teeth because they're with oh you permanently. God. Not me. Not me. Not me. New, I wear jeans oh and then the jeans go, I'm tired of you. And they rip and break and fall the fuck apart and they go into the garbage trash. So I was on TikTok and I saw a way to fold jeans that... Um, like you lay them flat, you fold the legs up, you fold them up again, and you fold them in half, and it's uh, they are streamlined. Why are you shaking your finger at me? First of all, there was a brief time in my life when I worked at Macy's, and I know how to fold jeans. Okay, here's the other thing that I'm getting hang to jeans. No, I no no no. The way you're describing folding jeans is effective, and I get irritated with people who do the laundry in my house when I'm not doing it because they fold jeans improperly. So when you pick them up, they go, and now there's a, they fall apart. I'm like, if you adjust, well, there, I just, right. instead of standing there thinking, wow, thanks for doing the laundry and folding them. I think whose I voice did you just do? Cause that's Stuart's voice. Whose voice was that? It couldn't have, that was me being angry oh. in my head. Oh, so you think my husband's angry? No, I was just being quiet in my head and yelling. I don't okay. have many voices. I'm, I'm not that skilled. You are so, back to you. Yeah. Your favorite, least favorite topic. 
you conveniently skirted the jeans issue. See what I did there? Now we're going to go back and say how many pairs you had because I know you fucking counted them and the numeral is... So I said, I can <laughs> absolutely do that and maybe make my jeans cubby thinger more streamlined so I'm not so frustrated pulling out a pair from the bottom and everything falls on me and then it's just on the floor and I got to get out of the house. So I pulled them all out and I folded them all and I have them in piles. Like here are... Here are black jeans. Here's a pair of gray jeans. Didn't know I had those. Sure. Yeah. I hope my husband's sure. not listening. Sure. Um, yeah. I have all of the gap jeans, which are like the long and lean. Yeah. Okay, because right. that, that wide leg used to, and still is quite flattering. But oh, okay. yeah. yep. I have a couple of pairs of skinny jeans. I have a cup, which are from 1806 as well. Um, I have a couple of, I have a tie-dyed pair of jeans, like bleached out. I have... Color like I have some jeans, so as I'm yep. piling them up, my eyes are all itchy. Is it? Is it allergies? Is no, it? that's just your your physical stress at recounting how Maybe ridiculous it is. the amount of pants that you have that are all one type that you never wear or discard. Let's hear the number. So I'm piling them up, <laughs> and then I joined this this Stitch Fix. Place. I joined this support group for people who have too many jeans. So I joined Stitch Fix, and then they sent me a pair of jeans that's like totally distressed on the front, and I absolutely love those because like my legs are hanging out of them, and I, I I mean know your assets. I got nice legs, so I was like, oh, I fucking love those these like Appalachian woods wearing bottom fringe kind of short flutzy, but somehow look cute with I have sneakers. the. Capris yeah. that weren't, but you fold them up and how cute are they? They're the boy cut. Like I, mm-hmm. I got some jeans, girl, and I'm finding it really hard to roll out a number right now because I'm slightly mortified. And I also you know counted that- them. You counted them. And this is a safe space. Stop biting your nails. You counted them. It's a safe space. And you're going to say it's frankly, it's a badge of honor that you have this many jeans. Is it's it? Because I feel yes. horrified. No, 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 no. Go back to my operating discussion here. If you were talking to someone who was also six feet tall and weighed 80 pounds, such as yourself, I too might have a closet filled with 400 pairs of pants. Okay? How many pairs of jeans do you have? You're holding up numerals. You got to just say it out loud. Say it. Rip the band-aid off. I put a picture on my fucking face out saying, hey, everyone, let's tell me what you think of my face. Why did I do this? We are here inviting criticism. So your turn. Okay. So I stroked out after 50. So you stopped counting after. Yeah. Because I was like, this seems like I have a problem. (laughs) You could wear. That's the thing. You could wear every single pair of jeans for two months. Yes, I know 50 technically, but come on. She didn't count them all. You could wear two months straight of no repeatsies. Just one day of pants. And you still don't have to wash any? That's a lot of jeans. I'm not saying they all still fit. Like I have hopes for some of them and I have. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But I I definitely donated some after that that, uh, realization that. I have too many, um, but when they send when they send them to me now on Stitch Fix and they fit nicely, they're brands I never would have purchased. I, and I, uh, it seems like more of a problem now because all I wear are exercise clothes in the morning and some sort of comfort pants in the afternoon because I don't really leave the house, so I haven't seen them in ages. But we, uh, 
I'm going but to I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This is a good conversation starter for our super active social network of dear listeners. Right? They love to give us feedback. So this would be <laughs> a brilliant, to- <clears throat> a brilliant topic for them to engage and connect with us over. I'm not the right audience for this conversation. People are probably listening to this, going, "Yeah, I, I would be lucky to have 50 because I have 150." Because oh my god, dear listener, like tell you. me about it, please. I want to hear. I am not a good person in terms of let's go through the closet and see what's there. I'm not that person. I also, if you want to talk about how much money you've spent for a pair of jeans, if I've ever paid more than thirty five dollars for a pair of jeans, I probably would collapse in the middle of the street with a trauma response. I just don't. So, and I know people that regularly spend more than a hundred dollars on a pair of pants, pair of jeans and keep them. That's the other thing. If buying them is like a pair of shoes and they always fucking fit you, why wouldn't you get the pair that makes your ass look divine or that makes you feel like a superhero? And why wouldn't you hang on to them? Right. You maybe have two or three different ones that you really only can wear in the spring. So they kind of only count as one pair, not three different color. Oh, I like your math. Yeah. I'm just trying to say I'm not the right person for this for this categorization. You don't have a jeans problem. You don't have a jeans. Here's the other thing. Just buy a bigger house. I mean, you're already kind of in the works with this, right? We're going to downsize. We're not going to buy a bigger house for my jeans and T-shirts. Okay, then make fewer people live with you and create a jeans room. Oh. Right? Right. There's lots of ways. I am. Lots of ways. I am going to be downsizing people in my home as my son leaves in the fall for the University of Pittsburgh. And I have to tell you, hey, what does your husband mean when he says Schittsburg? What do you think he means? Is take, he ta- a seat, sh- take a seat, Schittsburg. Is he what talking about the Schittsburg my son's going to? Yes. No, he doesn't <laughs> care from fucking college. Take a seat, Schittsburg. The Schittsburg, uh, it's not the Pirates. What are the, um, hang on. What are the hockey team for, for Pittsburgh? Penguins. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Penguins. I can see their ugly logo with that stupid bird. I don't yes. know. Take a seat, Schittsburg. That's just what you say. It's uh, like, good morning. Uh, that's How not what you? we say. Yeah. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Lights out, meatball. That's you right. and your family. Fuck. Flyers must have beat um, Schittsburg at some point. So take a seat. I, honestly, the genesis of the story is even stronger than that. It, it's completely meaningful to anyone with a pulse that the Pittsburgh Penguins, even saying it, makes you kind of want to go brush your fucking teeth. I don't okay, think so. so. Okay. So we were out. A million and a half years ago when people could go out and we were there with his best friend from college and we're in one of these bars where everyone is there just watching the hockey game and it was getting a little rowdy and the, um, I don't remember if it was the Flyers or the Devils, somebody, because his best friend is actually a Devils fan and we can still be friends. I mean, we're, we're, we're truly God's people that we can be friends with these people in any event. So something happened where the favored team finally scored and and Bill, the friend, pops up just as loud as they cuts to his feet and screams out in a full-throated man voice, Take a seat, Schittsburg! And oh everyone my God. in the whole place <laughs> just erupted with laughter because it was such a like, hi, we're here having some nachos and how have you been doing this? With week? our kids. And this, yeah, and then all of a sudden there's this beer-swilling, you know, screaming lunatic it was just. I love so, that, but yes. I don't so like we that. We have it's fond Schittsburg. memories. We have fond memories of Tegucigalpa. Um, all right, he's uh, 
I'll have to talk to him about that as I can't even say it. The land of five rivers, is it not? Three River Stadium, but okay. Fine. They can have all the rivers they want. How many pairs of jeans do they have? The land it's actually of five Hines. jeans. Isn't it Heinz now? five rivers? Who said they have five rivers in Pittsburgh? Three rivers? Five rivers stadium? No. Um, so <sighs> Five lakes? I don't fucking know. Okay. Getting rid of this boy to Schittsburg. Yes. Um, he has to pick a roommate. <laughs> right. So basically what we're doing is like the, the pit dating game. Because we are going on this Instagram site that people post, hi, just committed to Pitt and I'm looking for looking to make friends and for a roommate. And here it's are Instagram. Well, yeah. Where else would it be? Discord. They had a Discord server. Well, he, my son goes to a super nerdy college. No, no. My kid's on Discord. They created a they created a. A new, they put them into categories and you could pick the Discord category that you wanted to be in if your interests are, and they would put Arts Village or Engineering or, you know, so I'm the lonely and smelly. Yeah, they set up all these different categories and then if you chose to participate to go and look for a roommate, you could. Or you could play the, you know, spin the wheel of destiny and get booked and let the school just automatically assign you somebody. Yeah, that makes me super nervous. I at least would like to know a little bit about this human before somebody g- gives him like a super crazy slash anti-Semitic roommate. Like that's really just what he's going to wind up with. I just know it if he does rando. So we're going to go to college though. Truthfully. Yeah. Oh, they do, but they don't go to classes, really? but they go to college. <laughs> At least really? freshman year to fuck with my kid. Yeah. I, I've, I've met them at Delaware. I met, I met somebody who looked for horns on my head when I was there. And I was like, ah, oh, you're petting me. I wish you would stop. And he's like, what? Well, I thought you hid your horns real well in your curls, but I don't understand. Yeah. So (laughs) run, run. Yeah. That's how that evening ended. Fucking gross. So, so I feel like a shit heel because I'm looking at these. I'm only looking. First of all, it's 90% girls on this page. Is it like Tinder or something? Kind of feels like it, but no. Yeah. So, so is he going to get a girl roommate? No, that's good. I'm I'm looking at just the boys and and there are so, so fewer number of boys than there are girls who are taking pictures in half a shirt or a third a shirt. Oh, ew. What? Yeah, it's kind of gross. So no, it's like the sorority dance for these girls. Yes. Yes. Even before they have to deal with this. Oh, yes. Mm -mm. So and there it's not just one picture. You can keep swiping. There are like seven pictures, eight pictures of them. But I'm looking Mm. at just the guys. And I I feel like an asshole. You don't (laughs) want to live with this kid. This kid is blah, blah, blah. This kid works out 24 seven. He's going to be at the gym the whole time. He's going to. But like. I want to find somebody who doesn't say this sport, this sport, this sport, this sport, this sport, who says, because of my kids' interests, I like to hang out, listen to music, watch some Netflix, don't say I like to study all the time and possibly help my roommate with his or her homework. My hobbies include vacuuming the floor obsessively, um, doing everyone else's laundry, and giving away my dining dollars. Like, these are the kind of roommates that you're looking for. Yes. Is that so hard to find? <laughs> Is that yes. too much to ask? I mean, come on. Yes, I am I am um, biologically incapable of doing or being around people who have drugs. Yes, 
I habits include over tipping and, you know, <laughs> providing baked goods to the whole floor. Yeah. These are the roommates that you're looking for. Yes. That is the roommate I'm, I'm right. looking for. Right. I have just too much money and I like to buy <laughs> things yes. for my friends. Only have seven pairs of jeans. Oh. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. And I said I stopped counting at 50. I, I'm going to be honest. No, I'm not. <laughs> is this a habit that the two, is this a hobby that the two of you were doing together? No, because I'm doing some pre-con recon. Yes. Or I asked him to find a Get roommate. He's like, crack, mom. mom, there's nobody on there. I'm telling you, there's nobody Get on there. Get out of his crack, mommy. Well, he's not doing it. And Honey, he, who cares? Here's the thing. Two pieces of it, more than two. I'm not going to bother trying to categorize. Okay. I had the greatest roommate experience at college. When I first went to college, I was in a single. I had no roommates on campus. Then I wanted to go off campus, which on our campus just means you're living in, you're paying money to someone privately, but you're really still within six footfalls of the camp. You're on campus. It's right. Okay. So I was in the student center and I looked up on the wall where there was a board with one of those print, you know, handwritten pieces of paper with the little tear off tabs at the bottom. I looked at the number roommate wanted, uh, listed the address. I pulled off the tab. I called them. They said, yes, you've got the room. And on the way over to the house on my 10 speed bike, what's up college? Okay. I was mad. At, I was thinking to myself, I have to bring this donuts. Is, this is a huge fucking mistake. I have no idea who these fucking wackos are. We spoke to each other on the phone as strangers in eight seconds and agreed to live together and blend our money. Like, what am I doing? And by the time I got over there, they had the same reaction. And we kind of stood on the porch and we're looking at each other like, did we just fucking do the stupidest? Like, what are we doing? And that shared reaction was so level setting that we were like, I, I guess we can try We're not crazy enough that if this doesn't work, we could really kind of get out of it. And I love them and was roommates with them for four years and they were all in my wedding. Perfect. You know them. You never hung around with me in college. You would have known them if you hung around me in college. Other than looking at me like, uh-huh. <laughs> They're great. So surprise roommate situations can be great. Absolutely can be great. And the other thing about this is get out of his crack, mommy. You're going to have to begin the process of what's your schedule for next year? What time is your first class? What time of day is it? So I can casually look up at the calendar, look at the clock and think, oh, it's two o'clock. He must be in. You know, nope. You, you begin the process of desensitizing yourself let it to go. knowing what the fuck is doing. Let it go. All right. Let him go. Is that what you're saying? I'm, no. Stop I'm playing the that. pit dating game. I'm not saying that. He, it, he is well situated to manage his affairs in this area. And if he decides, I don't fucking care if it's safe or healthy or fun, then he can make that decision and learn within the first two weeks and he will call you to fix it. Like, this is the flip of the situation. Instead of proactively setting up the barricades that he's going to continue straight down the center of the bowling lane and get the strike, he's he's got to actually get into the gutter and then figure out how to fix it. And the, the, they'll always be calling you. So I so feel not, that way. You're not getting out. Yeah. I feel that way about scheduling and classes. But the reason that I don't really feel that way about his roommate is because, and here comes my segue, you can thank me later, is because the people around whom you surround yourself are the people who help shape... <laughs> 
your life and the way you think and the way you interact and, and your actions. So if you're going to surround yourself with fucking idiots who don't do work, if you're going to surround yourself with kids who are drunk the whole time or surround yourself with kids who are only at the gym, I think he needs to surround himself. And that includes his roommate with people who are there for a reason, who can hang out and have fun, but are there for school also. So, I mean, it's a tough lesson to learn. And when you're a kid at 17, 18, you don't really know that you're, you are the people with whom you surround yourself. I think he might know that more than you think. And that is a topic that I want to talk about, the five people, right? We talk about this quite a bit. I'm just going to interject a meaningless number yeah, again. It's it's properly 31 and a half. Okay. So it's still going up like that 30, much. 30, on- 31 and a half. I don't know. You want to do a time check? Here, let's just no, quickly, go ahead. Keep going. No, I'm just trying to say it's 35 minutes. It's gone up uh, a penny. So I am now Less looking. Well, I'm looking at uh, my life and I've been making some changes since last year to this year and I'm continuing to try and, you know, get rid of things and, and feeling the lightness of having things that I didn't realize I was carrying that were heavy be gone and looking for more of that and just the ongoing process of being an adult. So I'm fucking doing that this year, like every fucking body, right? And I've always come back to this notion as you're doing with E of you are, and I want to get it right because I say it a lot and I say it wrong. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So that's something that I try to drum into my kid's head. I try to remind myself of. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And what's important about that is when you have one person in your common life, your regular, all-the-time influence life, you start to forget how much their habits, how much their attitudes, how much their personality, how much their strengths and weaknesses are blending into, merging into your life and, frankly, creating things that you're taking on as tasks that maybe aren't good for you. So it's not necessarily so ugly to say it. I kind of framed it in a negative way, but in in looking up to figure out what's the right way to the five people quote, I came across this article and it says it's from Darren Hardy and the Compound Effect. And here's the quote. According to research by social guy, right? Oh, I read that. Yeah. It's a fantastic quote. According to research by social psychologist, Dr. David McClelland of Harvard, quote, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. Sounds like you're fighting my cause here. I read that article. Oh, um, yeah, I read that. I did homework for this. Who do you think? What? I am? No, I know, you're great. I know you're great. I know you're great. I know you're great. No, so all I'm trying I, to say, go, go, go. Talk, talk, talk. No, talk, so talk, I talk. read this article and I stopped this past year. With whom have I been spending my time? Me? Me? me. <laughs> and my question came up, do dogs count? Because, <laughs> I mean, I we haven't been out in the world. I wonder how this affects our last year where we really have just spent time with each other in your own home. Is there a is there a change in people? Cuz I know there are people that I used to see through school mm-hmm. who raised their children who were very angry, who were very negative, and I definitely felt when my, our kids were playing that 
I I absorbed some of that negativity after hearing it all the time and and all the complaining and all the whining and and I thought when and I discovered it when I saw how they would deal with their children and when some of those words were like creeping into my head to say to my kids I pulled back from those friendships so quickly I do not want that and I completely agree that you definitely absorb like sponges those, the five people, I mean, it was a very smart way to put that. I have not had five people in the last over a year. I have not had anybody really. So is this just me? Well, <laughs> is this you, authentic? And- no, I, that's an interesting spin on where this conversation can go. I was thinking about it in how difficult it is when you are thrust into these relationships and it's it's not necessarily your purview to change them. It's someone that you work with or are forced. You're never forced to work with anybody, but for the majority of us in the majority of circumstances, you're going to accept working with that person. And that's a kind of force. You would choose not to, but the choice is so much worse than the outcome of simply being around this person. So that contributes to, I did for a while, a mental mind fuck that I'm glad that I'm not doing as much, where I would approach the situation knowing full well and say, I'm going to uplift. I'm going to be, instead of taking on the negative, I'm going to overcompensate by training up the positive. I'm going to reinforce and alter this person and control the situation in ways where if it starts going in things that are negative and destructive, I'm going to reframe it because that's easy enough for me to do. And I can do that. that. And I can have that influence. Well, it's a losing game. And I, I put a lot more energy into something that I didn't need to. So aside from all that. That was aside, fucking stupid. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, love, I love the notion of it, but I had stacked the deck against myself and was using that as a way of saying, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. There's not 50 pairs of jeans in the closet. I won't count them all. And then there'll be less. My point to you, which is really interesting, is in the 2020 through never version of our COVID lives, you have had five people in your life because you've spent more time with your own cohabitants. You've really spent a different amount of time with your kids and with your family unit. We all have. So you're, for better or worse, taking on and influencing the two dependents in your house in addition to the spouse. So you've already got three out of your five up your crack, right? The rest of the people are the ones who you choose to bring into that circle. And that doesn't leave room for very many when you live in a bustling train station like the two of us do. So I've seen you have an already strong, deeply, profoundly connected relationship with your kids only expand into that space, right? I've seen you, for all of the negatives that COVID has brought, those relationships have prospered and continue to blossom. So that's good news for you. So I don't look at you and say, who the fuck? I've been talking to nobody. I'm sitting here <laughs> with my thumb to up. Myself. I got my thumb up by boop boop and what's going to happen now? So I think in my case, I've been able to remove some very frequent people in my life through changes in circumstances. <sighs> it's been a Exhale. wonderful, wonderful yeah. breath of fresh air. And some of the relationships with my kids have gotten deeper, more profoundly strong, and some have gotten really strained through this year in in ways that are probably more related to developmentally, it's age appropriate. It would be bad, you know, when you live with a 
dinosaur and there's no food in the house. Guess what? Dinosaurs gonna fucking eat you. How do you like that analogy? Don't think it makes right. any no, sense. No, no, because if you have a teenager and they can get out into the world and vent to their friends and now they can't do that, it, there's only one place to vent and it's all over you. I've got, I've got two teens under my roof and for a time I had three teens under my roof, all doing different needs and different... I do want to tell you, though. Zen out, zen out, zen out, zen out. I do want to tell you, though, I did try. I I have tried to be that positive light Mm -hmm. in the situation that you can't change. Let's say you're going to school with somebody and you're in a situation you can't change. And and being that positive influence, I want you to know that in many ways it did work. Um, It hurt me, but it helped the children of these other people because they knew where to find the love, right? So your kids are out playing or you see them and they fall and they get hurt and they run to you for that affection, the love they weren't getting, the positive, the, so it it did help other people, but it's, it's a very, that you're right. It's a, it's a losing fight. If you can get out of it, get out of it because you're not going to change that person. But what I did was change the child a little bit for you're always going to you're always going to change the person what i and and it's worth continuing that effort what i think is unrealistic if you're doing this which you may not have been doing is i to definitely change. i definitely was doing it was to overcome the situation and expect oh. sort of transformative whole whole life kind of change this is all going to just do nothing but get better get better at a certain point yes you can influence things for the better but some things ain't never going to change. And that means in yourself as well. So, you know. Uh, it's hard 30, to realize 30, that 31, 31.6. It ain't never going to change. It's really hard to, to really accept that because you see something and you don't like it and your natural instinct is, let's get rid of this or let's change this or let's show this person the error era of their ways. And Right. I'll be the great example. I'll do the thing. And over time, that'll wear off. And what I didn't account for was I am not impervious to bad habits wearing off on me. And I saw them when they were starting to happen and excused them away. But the difference now and the focus now is how easy it is to live life surrounded by people who are so fucking much better than me. That all I got to do is watch. Like, if anything, I should be having hangups at night thinking, God, I I hope they don't wise up and realize I can't be this negative influence in their life because they're all so fucking good. Do you know what I mean? It's like I I receive so much more. I'm the one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the weakest link. I'm the weakest link. I'm the weak link. Don't tell them. Maybe they won't figure it out. They don't look too hard. So anyway, it's I'm doing this weight loss thing that's pay attention to what you're doing thing. This trying to not have the first three months of the year be the whole rest of the year in my life. Like I'm doing a whole bunch of self-actualization and self-help and I want to just kick myself in the face every fucking moment because that's not, I'm not, I'm not the gridded, time-charted, let's, let's do this thing and then move into the next peaceful zen and then hurry up because you've got to also and then also journal. It's a lot. That's a lot. It's a, it's a fucking lot. So I'm just I'd rather I'd rather carry bricks. I mean, everything you just right. mentioned is is a lot of internal mental fuck as opposed to bend down, lift heavy bricks, move here. Like take heavy bricks, the physical drop yeah. on head again, again, Aww. again. Yeah. So it's fine. It's not always going to be like this. And the pendulum swings real hard if you expect some change to happen. So I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. But it makes my 
neck tense and all the rest. Well, that's okay. So with your, with your physical actualization of the mental mind fuck you're going through, I would like to recommend you going back to getting those massages that have been tick, 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 accumulating because it's time. It's time for you to do that. I went this week for my first massage (gasps) in like two years, maybe. And, um, I want you to know that in filling out the forms, I had to fill out a disclaimer. (laughs) It said, I understand that any illicit or sexual suggestive behavior or marks or advances made by me will result in the immediate termination of the session and I will be liable for payment of the scheduled service. Further, I understand that this place reserves the right to refuse to administer services. So where did you go? I went to a big chain that tick, tick, tick has been accumulating. I also, I have to click the box here. I also understand that I may disrobe to my comfort level. I acknowledge that it is my choice. (laughs) Right. My choice of a male or female massage therapist. I acknowledge receiving information about an attention button feature attached to the massage table, which when I activate will provide immediate assistance from the front desk. What a chain that you find in malls? Like this is a chain. Oh my! Of- I am so creeped out by that. I, I have no problem getting a massage until now. <laughs> That's the kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, I choose the tension. No, <laughs> that neck. I can work that out. <laughs> I love Up a male. I love a male masseur, and the reason that I do is because there, I I like that deep tissue massage. I walk out of there like ow, ow, and they they don't mind putting their back into it. A lot of times with the ladies, they're they're very they're very cosmically soothing. I don't need you fucking soothing. Work that muscle. So, but I do have the one who I see now is a woman, and she she mean. So I love her. Did <laughs> she mean? Where's the where's the panic button? I don't know. I did you keep your finger on it when you went? You looked for it. What color is it? I was like, where is this button? Is it like a trigger? Oh, this is so exciting and gross. It was well, I can disrobe to my How did you what was your comfort level of the disrobage? I did this was my first time there, so I was I was wearing an undergarment. You kept the pants out. I did. The pantanotis. Oh, I didn't know this woman. I didn't know if she was going for it or I don't know. I I didn't know. I didn't see the disclaimer she checked off. So until I see her paperwork. Oh, my God. How many times you have had massages before? Look, Amy, I say who? (laughs) I say when? And I say how much? So that's it. That's right. I checked a box. I checked the no touchy, no, no, no. No uh, touchy my box. Yes. Yes. I touched the no box, box touchy box. (laughs) I don't know you now that I know you. Yeah. That's what they say in in Formula One all the time. It's hilarious. Instead of, instead of saying you need to get into the pits now when it's time for them to take a pit stop, they have the headsets playing so you can hear it and they go box, box, box. So somebody's driving around at like 8 million miles an hour, they go box, box, box. And I'm walking around the house going box, box. So I'm super, <laughs> I super, love that. super perverted. Box, box, box. And they say it three box, times box. so that you don't miss it. Box, box, box. All the time. All the time. When Mallory was playing basketball she, a very long time ago, she um, there was a girl who was just a phenom. You know she's getting drafted somewhere next year. She uh, she would get up in everybody's face, which is what you're supposed to do when sure, you're about sure, to yeah, throw yeah, in sure, sure, and yeah. flail the arms and yell ball 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 ball
Yeah, I know that's a different game, but gee. So between box, 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 and ball, ball, ball. So cute. Wow. And then we see, we turned it into a lovely little sexual thing, as we always do. Good for you. I told you. No, no, no. I can't let you go. Underpanted, clad, panic button massage. How does your back feel? You've been having chronic back pain in your adult life. Did this help? Did this hurt? You've been having chronic chronic COVID pain. All my words today are not words. It's really fun, gang. Try it with me. How do you feel after your panic button under pant massage? I am well past my two weeks after second vaccine. I figured here's my chance. You wear a mask anyway. Um, Yeah, I, I felt better for a couple of days and, you know life gets in the way again. <laughs> no, it was good. It was worth it. Was it. You'll it was be a back. good experience. Yeah. There was I, no box, 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 ball, 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 ball. <laughs> right. I did not need to hit the panic button, the attention button that would bring good. in the authorities. Ew. Yeah. She was great. She's from, this woman's from Trinidad and she does my, she does my husband as well. Oh, And I took one of yes. his appointments. I took one of his appointments and she was, she was great. She was fantastic. She's a keeper. And I, I told you, he puts it in his calendar as physical therapy and he has an assistant who's in the calendar and I put it in as a rub and tug and Perfect. he's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. People <laughs> will see. Yes. Right, I so. love it. I love it. Yeah. So I've been daydreaming. I've been daydreaming of getting a facial again. I've been only switched over to massages and then found out that's actually what I really need at this place because they offer that and other services and it's more of a health spa. You got all those credits, girl. Use them all. I know. And I, I would never even in a million years consider the facial. But now I'm, I too am two weeks past second vaccination and feeling like maybe I could go in there and take my mask off. I don't know. It's a little early for me to do anything unmasked. But oh, I've, definitely. Eaten, I've eaten food and that doesn't have a mask on. So anyway, it will happen in its own time. I am super excited that you got the massage. And I encourage you to have many more of them. You deserve it just because you do full stop, but also because you're pelotonizing. And aren't you even wearing a pelotonizing shirt right now? Yeah. Haven't you become peloted? See, I didn't. I wrote this morning, but she said to me, "Um, you're retaining. I know there's stress in my shoulders. And I know that because at any given point of time, my shoulders are in my mouth or my ears at at any given moment of the day. So that's clear and vis- and visibly obvious. But mm-hmm. she said to me, you um you had carried a lot of tension in your glutes. <laughs> and I said, "Did you just call me a tight ass?" <laughs> who who who, who, who are you? do you have a live one-on-one two-way all the numbers camera feed with your Pella coach who's looking at your ass? No, the massage therapist. Oh, I was so confused. I thought yeah, this was she, your, I thought this was your, yeah, you can turn it up to six or whatever the thing is. And then yeah, they no, said, right. your ass is tight. And I'm like, that's not, that's, that's a panic button waiting to be pressed. I'm hitting that button. So as, <laughs> as I'm drink hydrating, as I leave the dark room and. You keep your stress in your ass. <laughs> You're keeping a lot of stress. I found it in your shoulders, but wow, you also have it in, in your glutes. I'm like, did you just call me a tight ass? Yes. What just got, happened here? Yes, yes. Tight butt. She I did. Love it. Well, good so for she you. she released that. Congratulations. Yeah. She released that for me. Thank yeah, you so bet. much. You know she did. But an optional box, box, box. Okay. You're Box, 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 box,
that's so our cover art for this episode. <sighs> box, you box, saying box, 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 me like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yes. All right. I did it again. Britney Spears and, and Melissa Brilliant did it again. We took our kids, both kids, this weekend to see the pile of bricks. And, What's and up, we, beach house, beach house, so bingo. We're in the car and I'm like, oh my God, I just made fun of us last week for <laughs> going on a cruise and making them take pictures. And I will send you the one picture that I got out of, out of this trip. So, so Stu's like, 30 pictures, kids. I need 30 pictures. And they have AirPods in. They don't even fucking hear us in the car. We have our own mix going. We're having a great time. Totally forgot they were in the backseat. That's the best. Yeah, totally forgot they were there. And uh, yeah, so we took them down there and promised that we'll never do it again until there's a house to walk through. Don't promise or, them anything. They can fuck off. Did they enjoy the trip this time? We had a really, really good lunch. We ate it in my car, but we had a really, really good lunch. We stopped at this little <laughs> restaurant next to our house, like two houses down to the main road. And I got the best omelet I think I've ever had. That's a very fortuitous sign. And I'll tell you why, what made it the best omelet. What do you get in a regular omelet? You're going out to a restaurant. What fixins do you put in your omelet? Keep it very, very simple. Cheese. What kind of cheese? Usually I would go for Swiss. Okay. Swiss is fucking delicious. Don't look guilty for that. That's it. Cheese or that's it. If I'm out, I would probably get cheddar because usually that's one of their options. They only, you went up with cheddar or something else. I'm like cheddar. So I, yeah, I would get cheddar and I would get a meat and be done. That's it really. So I'm a fan of the spinach and mushroom. Ooh, fuck and, yeah. That's good. Yeah. And they put um, bacon in it too. Really okay. well cooked yes, bacon. I'm super down. Love it. Crunch. And their cheese was cream cheese. Oh. My world has changed. I'll never make an omelet again without. Yeah, that's I'll never make an omelet again without cream cheese. Oh my God. It was amazing. Yeah. And like you said, it was a really good sign that we bought the right house because it's walking distance from an American, nope, cream cream cheese cheese omelet. omelet. Fuck you. Do you know Jacques Pepin? Mm. Or is he somebody that only people who are paying attention know who he is? So he is a friend of, was a friend of Julia Child. He is a French chef, longtime French chef, and well, well, well advanced in years. He has started making little videos of himself in his kitchen of what he cooks every day. And it is the best home cooking. It is the best cooking show you'll ever watch. Everyone loves it. He's an, he's an incredible chef. He used to have- Was he in the, that movie that was Julia and- he he was her he was her longtime co-host on Julia okay. Child's Love of Cook. Yes. He's just a French yes. he's just a famous French chef, okay. knows a lot of people. So anyway, um, anyway, but he's a real dude. The reason I bring him up is because all the shit that he cooks, it's super homified, uncomplicated, but still elevated and delicious, right? And he he says the best. I'm just going to make a souffle because it's it's Tuesday and we're we have some extra cheese. So I thought we'd make a souffle today. That's what we're having because that's what you fucking do when you're French. You have a souffle on a fucking Tuesday. He okay. made he made it with cream cheese and he said this is how my mother always made it. And I'm looking at him like what? It's like he was making a souffle with cigarette butts and twine. Like I'm like pal, what the fuck are you doing? Right? I'm going to make a velvito souffle. Right? It's like with chef Monty. Yeah. It's like what are you fucking doing? He made the souffle out of boring ass old cream cheese and butt fuck nothing else, and it looked amazing. 
And he said, yeah. a pivot is this will rise every time. So it, the idea was like, it's a full fucking proof. And it's made from the cream fucking cheese. So it's I fully best. know that your omeletta was the best ever. Because uh, cream cheese best. is the workhorse of the kitchen, bitches. And I would fight you. Right, I'm telling you. And you know, uh, that best cream cheese comes from where? Say it. Philadelphia. Thank you, and nowhere else. If you're buying cream cheese and it doesn't say the word Philadelphia on it, take it and throw it out. It's spoiled. You don't want to eat it. It will make you sick. You will have you will have diarrhea and constipation at the same time, which is really a tough die. trick. You will die while you are having diarrhea. You will die. You will die on the pot. All of it. Um, it's gross. Amy, and people will take that picture and put it on social media. Philadelphia cream Amy, cheese. Amy, you've been um, tracking a number throughout the course of this oh! My lord, my lord, my lord. Are you telling me you invested? Look at the visual. (laughs) Yes, I invested. Invested in what? Invested in stupidity. (laughs) You would think I have a corner on the market. So a friend of ours likes to post lots of things on social media. And one of them was, I'm playing around with Dogecoin. Who's in? And I, of course, the first thing that I would say is, What's Dogecoin? Right. So I had two weeks ago, Saturday Night Live, did a video sketch, one of those prepackaged parodies of- Love those. Of, I think it was actually Dogecoin. It could have been something else, but it was cryptocurrency. And they were talking about it. Well, even watching it, I was like, that's highly specific. And I don't fucking know what that is. And I'm too lazy to Google it and figure it out. Well, when my actual friend actually put money on the table on this fucking thing, I thought, you know what? I'm not going to miss out on another GameStop. Um, let's just see what it is. I happen to already have the Robinhood app, which was a surprise to me that I already had it. Somebody sent me a link saying, if you sign up, I'll get 18 cents. So a hundred years ago, I said yes to it, right? They give you a free stock. So the thing's been working on my behalf, $18 that Robinhood itself gave me. Woo, game, life-changing money. I went on Robinhood, researched what's, research. I typed into Google, what is Dogecoin? And it took me a day and a half to even figure out how to fucking pronounce it. Went on Robin Hood. I thought, whatever. I've been to Vegas before. I would go out and have a meal with friends or drink with friends and have fun. I'm just going to put the same amount of money that I would have from enjoying a meal with friends. I'm going to put here. I did. I bought it. Boom. And so I just don't pay any attention to it other than to stumble back to the thing and see what's happening. I didn't buy as low as I should have. It is totally not an investment. It's a made up investment that actually delivers real. It's gambling. It's just all that it is. You're just playing a game with currency. So many people bought at a nickel, like it's a penny stock. You could buy it at a penny. You could buy it at a fraction of a penny, right? It is now (laughs) trading as we speak, as we have been talking here, it is at 31 cents and holding. So it continues to climb, 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 climb. Elon Musk has been posting tweets about this, which is really the reason that it's climbing right now. And they keep calling it Doge to the moon, the idea that it's going to reach a dollar. So wouldn't that be ridiculous that if it would actually, I mean, it's in the billions. It has a market capitalization of, I think, 7 billion I saw this morning. This is for a nothing. This is for a pile of spitballs and somebody's jizz in their closet And people like me actually put real money on the table. I actually bought this fucking thing, kind of as a joke. But also, when I triple my money, because the whole deal is everybody's gunning for 420. They wanted to have some because it's it's driven by Reddit and a bunch of stoners, a bunch of imbeciles, and people like me who are just watching and laughing, Mark Cuban among them, saying, gosh, I don't know how high it'll go. So, yeah, but, but he also sold his tickets for Dogecoin. Like, so he yeah, he said if I'm going to really I'm gonna, invested, if right. I'm going to, well, it's because people are Dogecoin millionaires, and 
when you look at the conversion into actual cash, if he can take their money, if they converted it to that million in Dogecoin, if they sold it for some proportion of a million dollars in cash, they wouldn't spend it all on his tickets, right? If there is no way to use this currency, people, are, they're just going to hang on to it and then sell it. So it was actually a smart business move. And nobody's buying tickets right now for a public being in public for, so it was very smart because yeah. it gets people out and it gets people spending. And there, and now the two of us are talking about him when why the fuck would we ever talk about him anyway? So ever. And I don't because well, he's on shark tank and my husband watches that I religiously. Cannot, I cannot watch that show. I cannot watch that show. I cannot watch that show. Anyway. So I was just curious how volatile it would be in the space of this hour because it is so ridiculously volatile. And by market fluctuation of a penny on a penny stock is a lot of fucking fluctuation. So anyway, uh, watch the space to see how much money. I, I fully intend to lose 100% of my money. That is the kind of money that I'm invested, which I hate to even right. use that term, that I gambled on this entertainment vehicle. Right. When we used to go to Vegas or Atlantic City, we would sure. say, this is the cap on what right. we're dealing with. Um, Melissa's going to use it on food and drinks and Stuart's going to go to a table. And then I walk by the table and he gives me the initial investment, right? So yeah. now he's playing with their money. Right. And, and my choice is, do I use his money for more food and drinks right. or do box, I put, box, it, in yeah, put it in my pocket? Yeah, perfect. Put it in my box, box, box. That's the thing. So ball, 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 yeah, ball. so I'm, I'm fooling around with this and I am really curious Fun. and desperate to hear what our friend invested at the price she invested and and if she continues to make money or if she's already lost it all or if she's she's the kind of person that I think would would be she's a little fickle so I think she may have already lost interest lost interest in peas see here's the thing with other cryptocurrencies you mine it it has places to use this one seems like it's trying to be I mean I don't know if it feels very much like playing that doge doggy thing. We were driving yesterday to the beach and I saw this little Shiba Inu with his face out the window. And Mallory said, isn't that the doge dog? That is, said, that's all this is. That's 100% and I said, all this is. Is that how you pronounce that word? Because yep. in my head, I've never said it. <laughs> it's just D-O-G. I looked it up and listened to several videos, yeah. including CNBC, to hear it pronounced before coming on this shore, because I, I was calling it Dodge, because I because it looks that way when it's spelled that way. D O G E, and it's an acronym. Do only good everywhere. So, which by the way, I completely support. I, I like your motto. I would like yeah. you better if you would triple my money. Um, my quest. I have a last question for you. I will answer it. And I don't know. It could be a sixty-minute question, or Perfect. it could be no. Um, <laughs> The Olympics are supposed to be in Japan in like three months. Gotcha. What are you thinking about that? Do you think they should cancel them? Do you think what what's the what's your thoughts, hopes, fears? Do you give a fuck? No, I I I have a soft spot for the Olympics. Always, I haven't been tracking whether or not they will occur in Japan. My thinking is that they probably. I would be amazed if they can pull it off. And I fully endorse and encourage them to pull it off. Now that we have rampant availability of vaccine, I say, yes, go and as go as fast as you possibly can to make this happen for the athletes, which is the only thing I care about. Always. I really don't care if they decide to go ahead and there is no one in the stand or you get one, you can sell one ticket, one attendee per 
person or however they want to do it. Her country, nobody I'm, cares. I'm totally down. It would never work that way because it's frankly an economic vehicle more than it is. But yes. I'm, I'm into it for the athletes. And I say, fuck yeah. People's lives and professional careers have been fucked up by the circumstances Billions. of our globe enough. And it's the faster we can pull things back onto the table. I say, go. I say, do it. I say, who? So even though last summer, it's the summer 2020 Olympics. That's how my mother says it. 2020, 2020. like Barbara Walters. 2020. So even they're still called the 2020 Summer Olympics, even though it's 2021. And they had to cancel it. And there are more cases now than there were last summer. You still think they should push forward? Yeah, I think that they should adjust their vaccination requirements. I think they should adjust their rules and regulations to make it as safe as possible. But fuck yeah. I Honestly, at this point, enough people are engaging in closer contact with lower uh, benefit. I don't know how to say it. We we're we've got to prioritize some things. That is something that we as a global community should prioritize. I absolutely think so. Among a vast many others. But yes, we can pull off the fucking Olympics and we can do it safely. It's funny you say fucking Olympics because in Olympic Village, no matter where it is, all the athletes do is fuck. So I got to tell you, I'm going to I'm going to go counterpoint on this and say, please let this be the last thing we cancel. But I do think that they should cancel the Olympics this summer because Japan's numbers are worse than they were last year at this time. And for some reason, I mean, the, with the variants or whatever it is, it's, it's a hot mess and that that's just going to cause a huge surge. And yes, I feel awful for these athletes who have competed their whole lives. We had this conversation in the car yesterday. I said, do you want to take a ski lesson from a, um, an instructor who is who almost competed in the Olympics or who's a bronze medalist because what are they doing after this? You are at the peak of your your athleticism, your career right now, and they canceled it two years in a row for you. Was I'm this a the swimmer. End of your- I, let's talk about what else is going on at the Summer Olympics. I'm a swimmer. When I think Summer Olympics, I think swimming. And you're trying to tell me that I can't wear a mask up to the block, take it off for the eight seconds before they blow the whistle, then physically be underwater, then get out and put a mask on when I'm fully vaccinated and feel safe. I can do that. What other sports are there in the summer that are full face, full contact sports that either can't accommodate a mask or... Basketball. What are people, this summer? People are playing basketball now. They've been... I'm just saying. I, I think there's a way to do it safely. I could be completely de- deluding myself. I haven't given any thought to this other than... The athletes deserve it. Figure it the fuck out. Figure it the fuck out. I definitely think they deserve it. I just don't think anybody's figuring it the fuck out. I think it's, I mean, why aren't we all vaccinated already? Like, why aren't we further? Because we can't figure it the fuck out. We're not, we're not doing it. And we stopped with Pfizer, the the one, I'm sorry, we stopped with J&J, the one and done, mm-hmm. because six people out of seven million had a blood clot, one of whom has died. I think, it, I think it might be potentially up to a total of eight, or I could be confusing it with a meme I saw, which was fewer people had a fatal blood clot with J&J and we stopped the vaccine than died from gunshots in a single hour today. Crazy. And we can't do anything about guns? Good job. 
45 mass shootings in the last month. No, are, I think they were comparing to like me? the Colorado. I can't even keep up. Yes. So let's do something about stopping a life-saving vaccine, but not stopping wild gun violence. Okay. I'm off my soapbox. I can't do this on a fun podcast. Jokey, jokey. The listeners have their own panic button. It's just unfortunately called stop, delete. Skip 10 seconds. Oh, there goes Melissa on her soapbox. No, they love you. It's authentic engagement. Normally we get to over an hour and I think I've got plenty to cut out of this episode and I don't. So I know. And there's two, more things, on the, there's two more things on the board and we'll talk about it next week because they'll still be there. So I say agree. I say who. We can continue with the Japan Olympics or we can tell them, what the fuck, Japan? Maybe yeah. we'll have an answer by next week, whether or not they're going to do them. Because you have to shit or get off the pot. People need to know this is livelihood. Box, box, box. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. If you're wondering how to get in touch with us, rewind to the beginning of this episode and realize that you can write us at Brilliant Observations at Gmail. See us at Listen Brilliant on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook because we're of that generation. Brilliant Observations or Brill Up Squad if you if you're nasty um and we love you so thanks for listening point bye. three two point three two and climbing you're rich Woo-hoo, bye, bye.